0: and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas, welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats.
1: Hello. Hello. Morning. Welcome back.
2: Good to see you guys all again uh, for our second installment of the All Saints Coffee Chat. Today we are joined by Sister Mary Paul. Uh, Who's going to be sharing some uh, things with us and then uh, we will be answering your questions so uh, Glad you're with us today Uh, Let's go ahead. Huh? My name is Paul (laughs) (laughs) My name is Paul Bianchi. I am the director of youth young adult and family ministry here at All Saints I am joined today by uh,
1: Hi, I'm Chelsea. I am the director of uh, high school ministry and confirmation here at All Saints
0: and I'm Andrew Darling I'm the director of junior high youth ministry and faith formation also here at All Saints
1: and our special guest Sister Mary Paul I'm the RCIA coordinator at All Saints all
2: right there's all kinds of um, ministry (laughs) happening from this room (laughs) and from these people for sure Um, sister would you like to lead us in prayer this morning as we get started The easy thing to do is always default everything to Andrew if you don't want to do it. (laughs) That is how it usually happens.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing us to um, do this coffee chat. And thank you for all those parishioners of all saints who are in the most need. And we ask that you will meet their needs and that we will glorify you during this time together in this way. And lord help us to prepare well for the ascension of the lord in a few days and the coming of the holy spirit at pentecost let's pray to our lady hail mary full of grace the lord is with you blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus
2: holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen in
1: the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen
2: thank you sister you're welcome uh, so we, we have a couple questions for you before we get started um, with the questions that come in from our viewers. Uh, I guess the first thing is always would you tell us a little bit about your vocation story?
1: Sure. So I have the blessing of being raised in a Catholic family, and I had even the further blessing of going to Catholic schools as in elementary and even all the way through high school. So, my elementary school, my family, let's keep going. Yeah, you're <laughs> when my family moved to Dallas when I was in the fourth grade, I attended St. Paul the Apostle. It was my elementary school just right down the road here and graduated from the eighth grade there and then went to Bishop Lynch High School. So, for me, you know, I, I enjoyed being a Catholic kid. Um, We were involved in athletics in in the school community, you know, it's kind of a small community So you know everybody and they you know, you know, your friends parents and so I liked all that But I would say that my faith was superficial Just because I didn't know there was more and so when I went away to college my first public school Texas Tech University in Lubbock You know, it was no longer a small little Catholic environment (laughs) it was a big secular environment and i realized that i had to cling to my faith and and so it, my faith was growing in those years and and also meeting meeting other catholic students and even other um, strong christian students that i could tell that their faith was deeper than mine so you know i i guess i wanted more and i didn't know really how to go about How do I have more of this? I I want my faith to be real. So through many different um, retreat experiences, um, ministry, like mission, um, service work in my college years and a a ministry that was just for the college students there at Texas Tech, the Catholic students, my faith grew and grew. And um, once I graduated from college with a degree in nursing, I realized god was calling me to to consider i was scared and i thought consider the religious life i thought oh no what if i don't like give my whole life what if i just like him for a little while like like that whole thing of the whole life thing was like oh so but he i know i know he was calling me to consider it and not to be afraid so um after after i graduated from college and paid off some student loans. I began um, formation with the community in the, the Diocese of Amarillo um, and I was with them for 14 years. Great ministry and great um, formation in religious life and then I transferred here to the Sisters of the Holy Family in 2001. So I've been re- in religious life for over 30 years and I know that was a really kind of short vocation story, but, um, (laughs) no, that was great. Basically I wanted more and I even more in my faith, even before even considering a vocation. So, um, the Lord kind of taught me that, Hey, your faith has been growing even as a single college student and you're excited about it. So if you devoted your whole life to me, how could it be boring? Like that was, Oh, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) So, uh, had to get over that kind of wrong thinking of what will I like in my whole life or not. So that's my vocation story. Pretty very cool.
2: So I don't I don't know if, if you know this sister. You were actually one of the very first people I ever met in this diocese. Um so your picture is hanging in Saint Joseph's It's really in, old in Richardson. That. And oh, yeah, that one. So when I Interviewed in this diocese, I was interviewing at St. Joseph's in Richardson with Father Tony Lackland and uh, Monsignor Don Fisher, and I did, went through my interview and they walked me around the building and they have the vocation pictures up. And for some reason, that same weekend, you happened to come back and visit or something, and so I met you 2007 without really knowing that you had any connection to the parish other than like. That's the lady in the picture. <laughs> had no idea that, you know, 10 years later we would be doing ministry together here at All And you Saints.
1: invited me to St. Patrick's? Yes. Yes. We you were there and we did a vocation.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, uh, I have been, um, as, a, as a convert, the only idea I had of nuns was either what you saw in movies of like hitting people with rulers were the movie Sister Act. There's, um, there's no so, movie like that. Obviously, right, right. <laughs> uh, my, my idea was very shallow and <laughs> very naive. And so it was great when I got to know you and I've gotten to know some of the sisters out there, uh, Sister Emanuela and Sister Josephine, who have been so pivotal in, in youth ministry events over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And so it's, been, it's just been an absolute blessing. And now to be able to be here at All Saints and work with you um has been fantastic. Um speaking of all saints one of the questions that we we like to ask all of our guests which is you as our premier guest so far. Um uh who is your favorite saint?
1: Well, I'm going to say that I go through different favorites over time and because there's so many of them, I don't think even though of course I'm happy that I have the n- name after St. Paul that was First of all, after John Paul II, and then St. Paul, but you know they don't care; they don't have an argument. Right. So, but so it's gone through different ones, and right now, I'm going to say St. Jose Luis Sanchez Del Rio. I'm going to say him right now, just because it's fascinating for me what that 14-year-old boy could do to witness to Jesus when the Mexican um, Catholics were being persecuted and. Um, I actually didn't know he was already a saint. I thought he was still blessed, but he's saint. And so his story is, like, so inspiring to me. So I'm going to say St. Jose Luis.
2: Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, What have you and the sisters been up to uh, <laughs> out of the house?
1: <laughs> okay. Well, we stepped up our prayer life. Yeah. Um, just because... <laughs> We have time, we're all what? in the same, you know, we we already had our, our common prayer, the Lurge of the Hours, and um, we had Holy Hour once a week before all this happened, but so we had a Holy Hour every day at three o'clock. We were praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet when this first started for the end of the pandemic, and now we're in the month of May, so we we're praying the rosary together, so the prayer life, and also um, jigsaw puzzles, <laughs> you know, nice. they're kind of fun, just, uh-huh. you can go back to them, you know, you know, it's just a n- nice way to, um, relieve stress because you're thinking about which, where does that piece go, yeah. you know, um, so we've done a lot of jigsaw puzzle, but kind of something really nice is that we're getting the house ready to receive four new postulants at the end of June, so that involves... Cleaning closets, <laughs> cleaning rooms, uh, moving things around so that it's better. So we've been doing a lot of that too.
2: So for people who may not know, what what does that mean that they're becoming postulants?
1: So we're really happy that in our diocese of Dallas, we have a house of formation, house of discernment, at St. Paul the Apostle Parish um, in Richardson and there have been four young ladies there that have been in discernment with us since last September. Three of our sisters live there with them and um you know, help them in their discernment. So all four of them want to take the next step and become postulants. So a postulant is someone who asks questions. That's what the word postulate like ask questions. So it's it's one of the first stages in formation in the religious life. So they are wanting to take that step, and so at the end of June they will um, they will move move with us at our Jesus the Good Shepherd Convent in Grand Prairie and begin their postulancy. Did I answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's that's I sometimes uh, get up no, <laughs> no, with all great. this information. So and then then actually later on in, in September of this year, we, God willing, there'll be four four new young women. Um, Living at the House of Discernment, so it's that's basically what can fit <laughs> right. in that house. So um, we're we're very um, thankful to Jesus and to these young women who are putting themselves forward to discern this.
2: So is the typical discernment process at the the house at St. Paul's? Is that typically a ten month process? Or I mean, I know discernment is can be yeah. a lifelong process, but do most of the young women who come in in September discern to become postulants by end of June or well, we're
1: ha- this is this is the first year so, okay um, gotcha. I, I don't think we can say that it's always gonna be that way but right um, it's just so happened that it's this way now for these young women
2: that's fantastic mm-hmm. yeah that's uh keep doing great work I know you also lead RCA here
1: mm-hmm. and we just
2: had some people that came into the church
1: yes on May the 9th Saturday uh, our elect catechumens 5 of them became were baptized confirmation and first eucharist at that beautiful mass we had and then last saturday was the turn for the candidates the the christian candidates becoming catholic there were 4 adults and then there were 4 more catholic adults for confirmation so we had 8 Candidates that that were fully initiated last Saturday here after, Uh, after those first communion masses. (laughs) (laughs) It was was really.
2: That's really that's really neat. I mean, especially with everything going on, and you were saying that we have people who are still entering into inquiry, even though we're in the midst of uh, the pandemic, and they're able to do that through Zoom meetings.
1: Yes, yes, we're all of us seem to be living. (laughs) Yes. I'm very grateful to one of my catechists, Sandy Marshall, that's the Zoom host, and she's taking me through this process of
2: yeah. understanding
1: how to do it, and I can be in Grand Prairie and be a part of the Zoom meeting. And so, we're, basically, what we we did every Monday night here at the parish and the library, we're doing the same sort of thing with new people who are inquiring. So so far, there's three or four, primarily candidates that are that are joining with us. Mm-hmm. So. I'm very happy that that's happening.
2: <laughs> so I gotta, I, I gotta ask, what's the biggest puzzle the sisters put together?
1: A thousand pieces.
2: A thousand pieces. So my, <laughs> my kids and I
1: We're decided to,
2: to to <laughs> enter into a new form of, of punishment
1: by oh, two
2: thousand pieces, two thousand oh, piece no. puzzle, which it. So, we'll let the, you borrow it. The, Why would
1: anybody make that big of?
2: Yeah, well, it was. It's like Disney. It's like a Disney classics puzzle. So it's got like Lady and the Tramp and Cinderella. All these things. Where in real- the
1: world do you put it together?
2: Okay, well that was the thing.
1: <laughs> our
0: table, <laughs> our table
2: that we put it on is is four foot long, by two feet wide, but the puzzle is thirty eight inches long and twenty six inches wide. So we built the edge first, right, because that's what you do with the puzzle, you built the edge and then you, so we built the edge and if you walked into the room, even within like a foot of the puzzle, the whole thing fell on the ground until you started building it together. So it took us a while, but my kids and I built this 2,000 piece puzzle, it's beautiful.
1: Now is that where you eat, eat your dinner?
2: Uh, no, 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 it's like a coffee table that's in the living room. Um, no, if it would have been like our dinner table, we probably would have been able to fit it, but then we wouldn't have been able to eat for two months. Um, <laughs> it's still sitting there. We don't know if we're going to buy a frame or not, but we invested a lot of time into that puzzle, <laughs> a lot of time. Well,
1: um, I hope you I hope you had a lot of bonding over
2: that. We, we did, we did. They <laughs> they still are very proud of their work. They walk by and they're like, look at our puzzle. And I'm like, yes, guys, you did it. Um, you said that um, you know, the, the, the coolest thing about... All of these, I think, is going to be introducing new things to our parishioners that they may not have known. So you studied medicine in school and, and got a degree Nursing. as a nurse. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Do you have any other talents that you want to share with us? Well,
1: this We doesn't... have a new
2: prop piece here on the set today. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything you wanted to share. It's a very
1: new talent, <laughs> so you better not expect too much. <laughs> okay, so... But now y'all get y'all's questions ready. This is all just getting getting you time to have your questions. That's right.
2: We'll we'll open up uh, questions pretty quick here. So,
1: so uh, I guess if if Paul and Chelsea and Andrew want to join me there, welcome to, and you can sing along if you like from home. This is Jesus Christ is risen today since we're still in Easter. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Just the first verse. You may have memorized the words. Sure. Jesus Christ is risen today.
2: Great job, Great job. <laughs> I was to say like, it was awesome, like you started singing and the, the the live feed doubled in numbers and then I echoed in with you and everybody oh, laughed. Sure. so um, oh, sure. I'm done singing if you'll please come back. <laughs> uh, like your friends left. So, today uh, is the Ascension, right, this is no! a piece of the Ascension, but sort of. well, we're moving to Sunday, right? <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> it's not today. It's
2: not today. Today is uh, today. Well, not wait, the if you want to pretend, it, it's, I guess it's not the feast.
1: It's in in Philadelphia. If any of you are watching from <laughs> Philadelphia and Connecticut, um, mm, Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> New Jersey, somewhere I think. But anyway, it's yeah. not here in this part of the world. Right.
2: right. So in our diocese, we'll celebrate <laughs> the Ascension on Sunday. Yep. Right. But in some dioceses, they'll celebrate the Ascension of the Lord today. Yes. So very confusing. We can (laughs) we
1: can make a triduum out of it if you want. Yeah, we could. So if you want to, okay. So (laughs) what do you want to know? Jesus went up to heaven bodily. Yes. And he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, praying for us, and that's the best thing ever. So he he's make he said he was making a place for us. So that's that's actually connected to our belief in the resurrection of the body. Yeah. Yay. We're not, just, uh, we're not just—we're not just going to be souls and spirits living on in all eternity, but actually our bodies. How oh, is it going to happen? <laughs> it's part of the fascination of right, the mystery. Oh really. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's an awesome feast day. Yeah, and it's a little bit connected to—it's well, to the Assumption because Jesus did—Jesus ascended on His own power as God. Mary was assumed, brought to heaven and but it's the same idea that bodily they're both in heaven and and that's what what awaits us and so that's what we have hope for
2: yeah mm-hmm. that's a great thing to hope for yeah. oh
1: Absolutely. yeah and our bodies won't they won't be old and 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 broken and hurt and all that They'll somehow they'll be glorified bodies but they'll be our bodies yeah so wow yeah.
0: we were talking about that last week with talking about hope and especially in the midst of everything right now and it's been our, te- our, our high school, It's kind of been our, our theme for the last couple of weeks: is hope and joy, and like, what do we hope in? And so we hope yeah. in the resurrection. Um, yeah. And so it's really awesome to hear it restated. Like that's, that's what it is. That's what we're hoping in. Um, mm-hmm. Which is really pretty cool. We do have some questions coming in for you, sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at first, you're, you're
2: ready. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, first, was, um, since you have your nursing degree, you did sometime were you ever working? Um, in the hospital or in the medical field while in the religious
1: life? No, not professional, no. I was a non um, I worked in the community a little bit in, in, as, and for Marion, you know, help for, for the sisters and a few animals. I said to my sister, don't ask me to do anything with animals. Can you give this cat a shot? No! No, that was, that was, that was a long time ago. So, uh, that's awesome. so no, I... Um, I knew that that the community I entered was not in professional nursing, and so actually this is a little thing here. You know how Peter was called from fisher of fish to a fisher of men. So I thought the Lord called me from nursing of the body to nursing of the soul. So, um, but no. But actually, my community now does have nurses within our within our congregation, and we have we have the hospital in Tyler, um, Texas, Trinity Mother Francis. Now it's called Christus Trinity the Francis <laughs> Hospital, and I would have to redo my um my state license, you know, and then I have to have a course, but no i didn't i was I've always been in um ministry in the church
0: yeah what different kinds of ministry have you done? I know you're r c a here at all saints, but what other things have you done
1: primarily that um i mean I worked at at another parish where i was did a little bit with the music um did a little bit with catechesis of young people, but primarily, I and actually, I did some um, helping with pre- preparation for marriage, marriage preparation, um, which is exciting, and also helping the people that needed to do the annulment process or convalidation of their marriage. So, all those kinds of ways to bring people into full union with the church and receiving Jesus in his body and blood. That's
0: fantastic. Yes. Let me make sure I'm updating this as we go. We do have several people saying that they miss you. Yes, just by the way. Lots of, hello, oh, Sister Mary Paul, I miss you, Sister Mary Paul. you,
1: I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. just,
0: for those that are still coming in, we do have a, there should be an option at the bottom of your screen to send in your questions to us. Uh, so please feel free to do that, and we'll continue to answer those as we go, um, just as a reminder.
2: All right. Sister, one of the questions that we had last week that um, I think is always a little bit challenging to answer but always a good thing in terms of information is or not information but just to get to know a little bit more about people is favorite scripture passages um, do you have any that come to mind like right off the top like this is my my kind of go to that when I'm opening up my bible to pray like I like to go here first or
1: sure um, well just um, be, because of the work in the um, the RCIA ministry is the one um, are you not aware that you have been baptized into Christ, just Jesus have been baptized into his death and called to live a new life. Now, actually, I had it on my email thing. <laughs> now I, I don't, I know it's, I'm pretty sure it's Romans, but just that whole thing that how awesome the sacraments are and that the death and resurrection of Christ is, that we are still celebrating is the power between, for, all, for that the sacraments have in our lives, so. Um, I love this the ministry of helping that to happen for people and so that's one of my scriptures
2: yeah that's uh that's beautiful St. Joseph's has the baptismal font that's shaped like a coffin yes. um, that's one of it's it's still symbolically one of my my favorites um, in our diocese is that uh, is the the baptismal font there that when they do the full submersion and and they're talking about dying to oneself and rising Mm -hmm. again as a Christian and follower of Christ and everything. And I, the, the symbolism of that, I've always found to be very beautiful.
1: And the going down, the steps that go down Mm -hmm. and then the coming up the other end. Did I tell you about the, um, the postulants over there? Did we talk about the people? We did. We talked about, (laughs) so June
2: 28th, right? Is when they'll they'll be very cool. And so there'll be 14 of you at the house in <laughs> right. Grand Prairie. Right.
1: Right. Wow. That's Jesus awesome. the good shepherd convent. Right. And, um, you know, we have not only our, our convent there, but we've had the ministry of our Nazareth retreat center. We had to close that down when the pandemic started, you know, and we hopefully God willing, we'll be able to open that ministry up again. But I don't know. So what
2: what kind of retreats do you do out there typically before all this happened, of course, but
1: we had various some people came and made private retreats Either on their own and just used our facilities or they were Sisters gave them spiritual direction Um, So those kind of happen oftentimes during the week And probably our biggest is um, different groups would come and use our facilities for the weekend for their retreats. And so some that they, you know, they already have their retreat program and they are giving it to their attendees Mm -hmm. and we provide the hospitality and the the food. And others, we have done um, spiritual direct, again, spiritual direction, smaller retreats. Um, weekly Bible studies, all sorts of different, um, ways that we reach out to the community and to strengthen the life of the family. We've given family retreats, family, um, whole families come and make the retreat together. So that's really up our alley when that can happen. Yeah. The whole family comes. How many, how many
2: people can you guys have out there at a time?
1: Forty for overnight. And then 80, during, you know, in the facilities during the day.
2: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's very neat. As any of your our ministry programs that are watching right now, we'll, we'll encourage them to look that direction once uh, all of yes. this gets back to, we'll, to normal-ish. Yes, normal-ish. We'll, we'll
1: see. Hopefully
0: it can work. Yeah. So. We do have another question coming in for you, sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, Andrew. <laughs> nothing, too, nothing too crazy. Um, from Karen um, I, excuse me, I don't know how to say your last name, Bouchard. Um,
1: oh, hi Karen. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Yeah, you did pretty good with your last name. Okay,
0: good. Sorry, uh, but good. Um, she want to ask, what are you missing most uh, during the pandemic about the church? Uh, obviously, you still have some chance to receive the sacraments and the, the content, but what do you miss most about
1: all oh, that's happening right now? Well, I would say being with the people of God and being able to um encourage them you know like to 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 offer them the same thing that happened in my life to offer them more mm-hmm. and to see what like it, it's a real like you're asking the holy spirit to work through you to help that person and you don't really know what they need <laughs> you might think you know but so that's really exciting to me personally when god can use you that way to bring you, um, so it can still happen, but it's just kind of awkward <laughs> through the technology. So I, I would say that's what I miss the most.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, I know we've had a number of like Zoom Bible studies and we've been doing that every weekend. That, that's great, but it's it's there's something that's kind of missing that is actually being same. with somebody.
1: Um, I, I w- will not say that I miss wearing a mask. <laughs> <Because I'm, laughs> yeah. Like right now, I'm, we're not wearing masks, so it's kind of like free. <laughs>
0: The <laughs> yes. yeah. Another question for you coming in from Julie Toppins. Um, how do Hi,
2: Julie! I hope the kids are doing well. I've Actually, I've known the Toppins family since my time at St. Patrick's. They're fantastic, fantastic people. So, yes. Well, thank
0: you for, for watching. Um, the question <laughs> is... Sorry, got a little excited nope. there. Very <laughs> <Pretty laughs> glad you're here. Um, how do you become involved with the RCAA program as a parishioner, uh, specifically as a sponsor? Someone who's already a Catholic, maybe wanting to get involved with the ICA.
1: Now, I think would would Julie be a prisoner of well saying sorry She is. Yeah. Okay. Please. So, oh, right. <laughs> 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 just, just just checking. because no. Well, um, there's a traditional way, but we actually don't know what to, what we're going to return to. So, in you know, last last September, you know, we began to have in-person catechetical sessions and ideally the, the sponsor is able to be at those at All Saints. We've had them on Sunday mornings from like oh, 9.30 to 11 approximately on Sunday morning after mass. Um, but if a sponsor can attend everyone one, I, I, I still want them to be able to participate. So sometimes they're, they share. The time with the candidate and that's perfectly fine. but actually I'm um, um, realizing that I need to use technology for even before this started for various reasons. so um, I invite Julie to um, contact me at Haas at and I would be happy to give her you um,
2: to put that in the different yeah, that um, in the comments. ways
1: that she could sponsor a candidate. <laughs> With the with the baptized candidates, um, much more flexible, um, that a sponsor could even work directly with their um, candidate, and, and whether it's a phone call every week or some kind of gap, some kind of connection every week, it might not even be the in-person session that we have on Sunday. So I hope I answered her question.
2: Yeah. So she can email to read out reach out to you. We put the email there in the. Comment section uh, to reach out to uh, the Perales family, Amanda Perales and her her boys uh, Joseph and Eli hi, Joseph and Mariah and Eli. And Gabriel. They all say hi. Uh, <laughs> Marine Sharon says hi. Hi, hi everybody. Maureen. So yeah, we're getting
1: <laughs> lots of people. lots we of hellos.
2: <laughs> lots of we miss you
1: um, faces come to my mind.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's I, I think that has been one of the hardest things for all of us is. N- nobody really gets into ministry to not be around people. <laughs> I mean, uh, th- at least when you walk through this building and we talk to our staff members and the people that are involved in things, uh, it seems to be the same answer. It's like, I just miss having the people in the building. Um, you know, there's no noise. It's very <laughs> quiet up here. It's, it's, it's very odd. And you walk like through the hallways, and all the lights I are miss off the still. I the bouncing
1: and... basketballs.
2: Yes, I mean, right? We have the gym right Never outside I our miss offices. bouncing of
1: basketballs.
2: I mean, but it's it's what, Like I miss Jackie's uh, jazzercise group, the jazzercise. where it's just like you got the music in the. Back. It's like there's no white noise anymore. There's no. Um, I guess is what it is. So it's 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 very odd, <laughs> very odd. So. We got more coming in. Um, we're working on a few.
0: I, I actually have a question for you, Sister. Um, for those who don't know, what what does the RCIA actually do? Like, what does it entail? Um, I know some people maybe have heard of it or seen certain rites happening at the masses during the previous weeks, but what what actually is the RCIA? How does that work? Wow, Andrew. Sorry, <laughs> thanks a, a, a lot. <laughs> oh, that's Great. Okay, so it comes. It was
1: it was the way that people were initiated in the early church um, as adults, the, the converts were adults primarily in, in the beginning because a new Catholic could be killed so it's actually a restoration from, and it comes from the Second Vatican Council when the restoration happened so it's catechesis and um, a series of ritual steps within the Journey of the of the adult preparing for baptism. The RCIA is first of all for unbaptized persons who are considering following Jesus and being baptized, and secondarily, in our country, there's a whole lot of um, Christians who are baptized validly in other denominations who want to become in full communion with us, and there um, there's an adaptation of the process for them so basically it's a journey of faith it's a way of um taking on the to be a disciple of jesus so it involves catechesis it involves ritual steps that take place primarily at mass so i hope i answered your question with that i really missed the scrutinies we didn't have the scrutinies this year because they had, we had the rite of election at the cathedral, and then pretty much right after that, everything was closed. So I did an adaptation of the scrutinies. I don't think I did it the best, but I sent it to them to be done in the family and the home. So the prayers based on this, the three scrutinies for the unbaptized.
0: Does someone need to be like sure that they want to become Catholic or that they're you know all the way invested to? to join the RCA or to oh, get no.
1: In fact, um, the Monday night Zoom meeting <laughs> is for inquirers, and in, inquirers like the postulants to ask. So no one has to make a commitment up to the time of the celebration of the sacraments. No one will be forced to do anything. It's basically a proposition, uh, an offering, an, an invitation. So and if people, like that's what I actually, uh, inquiry in person before this started and the library was I mean, any person who wants to come and ask a question they're welcome to come and just ask the question and they don't have to commit to anything it primarily was people who were interested in but i don't maybe now like i think we're prob- probably mostly having people calling who are our friends or or type their questions but there's a whole lot of um catholic media that's um, like Catholic answers, they ask only pro-choice people bring in your questions right now, and I was so impressed when I started hearing. But oh, how are they going to do that? So yeah, you know, anyone is no no commitment okay, to okay. Jo- to just come and ask a question. Why do Catholics believe this? I can't get that. You know, those are welcome too, but maybe God is waiting until we're ready. <laughs> Till we're ready to yes. receive, you know, I, so it's our time to get on the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, thank you. You're welcome.
2: The, the RCIA process, when I went through RCIA, was, was a two-year commitment wow. that you had to, to go through. And I always thought it was kind of odd, since I was working, so I was hired as the director of junior high ministry before I was baptized at my parish in houston which houston. is obviously a very well you know Paul, actually thing, but... the
1: the if you're an unb- unbaptized person the the time of catechesis is supposed to be a full year so they were really probably giving you the best oh yeah no and maybe it they was... just said two years because that's between the beginning you know yeah
2: no it was i mean every it was every sunday and you know it was it was always interesting to be in the rca process and working at the church at the same time. It was always like some things were conflicting and, and I had I had so many questions because I didn't really have an understanding of church at all before almost being hired by the church. I mean it was it was like a six-month process that I went to church and was hired by the church within six months and then started RCIA. So it's very it was very weird. Um, but I I mean I was always I was always fascinated by the entire thing, like, I, I mean, I still to this day can, can remember what the water felt like when I went into the baptismal font, I can remember Father Fran's voice as he's, um, you know, plunging my head into the water, and you know, he, he, he I, always, I always tell a story, and how, how much fun it was, he's like, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and he just kind of held me down, <laughs> and he lifts me back up, and he goes you work with the youth, you're going to need it. <laughs> and I was like, I just thought you were going to drown me. It's he's like, but at least it was in the baptismal font, so you're clean. And I mean, that was just, that was his personality. And it was great. But like, you know, the RCA process is, is I think it's so great. You know, you, you do have people who um, hopefully are entering into it freely and willingly uh, most of the time. And I, I think it's such a good, um, such a good, formula for success because you have people that are willing to come in and ask the questions without feeling threatened or like there's a commitment um, You know, and so uh, we applaud you for the job that you're doing with that uh, Especially now with things as crazy as they are to continue doing it. So
1: and I think the ritual steps themselves the, the, the catechumens and the candidates receive a lot of grace from the ritual steps themselves so, um, I don't know you. You all, in also in ministry to um, baptized children, mostly maybe not, but young people. You can adapt the the steps and mm-hmm. the rites, and pray over these young people. They get grace, and so when they go through the rite of acceptance into the order of catechumens, you know that they're prayed over at the mass, um, and you it's it really helps them, so I, that also I think it helps a lot in their journey that the ritual steps themselves and that's that comes from the church and ultimately from the Holy Spirit yes
2: Yay. yeah, and we've got Pentecost coming up yeah. you know in about ten days, ten days so mm-hmm. Holy Spirit coming down on the church. Birthday of the church.
1: Mm -hmm. And happy birthday, Peter. Yes. Happy Happy birthday, Peter. Peter.
2: (laughs) Who who I I texted him and I said, hey man, you should jump on the live feed to to see the message on the bubble. To which he responded, what live feed? So, thank you, Peter, for that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Do we have any more questions that have come in? Not yet? Um, (laughs) So, Sister,
0: what else... um, I know you said that the, the sisters, especially your community, do a number of different ministries around the, the diocese. What do you do like at the convent? Like what, what do sisters do um, on a regular day other than some ministry outside?
1: Well, I will say, and I say this a lot to groups of young people, that young people think of religious life and they think of their own lives. There's three main Aspects to our lives our our life our prayer life our life with Jesus our life in community Which means the other sisters and then our, our, our ministry to people in some way outside the community So young people have and every person their primary even before their even their marriage there is their prayer life like their life with Jesus and then their life, with with their spouse or and their children, their li- their loved ones, and then whatever they they do to support themselves, whether it's kids in school or parents and in, in working. So, so our life, the prayer life, is first. Um, so we have times of private prayer, adoration in the chapel, um, meditation in in our rooms, so, and then also connected to prayer life is, is the prayer we do in common, which is the Liturgy of the Hours, the prayer of the Church and Mass when it's available. So the, that life of prayer and family life is, is within our community life. So we, none of us are from the same family, but God brings us together. In fact, if you're really smart you can understand this. We're all married to the same man, uh-oh. And we seem to get along. <laughs> We're all married to Jesus. so um, we, we, we're not perfect, and we have to confess our sins in confession and to one another that our love is not yet made perfect. But that's, our, that's what we strive for is to love one another, as Jesus has loved us, in community first, so that when we make a sta- like when we minister to families, that's our, our charism is to minister to families to the, for their, their religious and moral um, upbringing, I mean, holiness, if we don't have it ourselves, then it makes no sense. So we're like a family, we are a family. So prayer is very important, our life and community. We we eat together, we eat all three meals together at our convent, um, which is every day, <laughs> almost 21 meals a week, but there's a few we have off. Um, we clean, you know, we do what families do. We support one another in our work. If if I'm um, good at something, I can help my sister. So a real family life. And then and then we minister to others outside the community, however, whether they come to us or we're involved. In, in my convent, we're primarily involved in parish ministry. There's other convents that are parish and school ministry and then also in healthcare or, or counseling. I hope I answered your question, yes, Andrew. Cool. Sometimes yeah. I get really off the topic. That's okay. That was good. <laughs> because I started. <laughs> yeah, there's just
0: there's so much, there's so people that don't have an experience with the religious life. I think wonder a lot about know, what and, actually happens in that. Time well, and I
1: mean, like people. It, be, before I would say, you know, you're welcome to come to daily mass. You know, um, and just visit. You know, that there's nothing to stop. It says you don't have to be a formal retreatant to um, visit and come to daily mass with us. So. Hopefully in the future, that will resume and it will be open to the public. Yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. sure.
2: I had a question that I was going to ask and now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Sister, you were saying that um, the other sisters also do work in um, parishes. Where are they at? What do they, are all of them doing RCIA? Oh no. <laughs>
1: um, we, uh, we have a second house in the city of Grand Prairie <laughs> okay. at Immaculate Conception Parish. And that convent, the sisters are involved in parish ministry and teaching at the Catholic school there. too. Two of the sisters work in the Catholic school. One sister is on the parish staff and she does um, um, marriage preparation, other things on the parish staff, other groups. And the other sister in the house is the, actually the vocation director. And then we have sisters, the sisters in the House of Discernment in Richardson. They're primarily for that ministry, but I think Father John is going to ask them to be involved um, a little bit in the parish in the future, the sisters who live there. Um, The um, sisters in our house in Tyler, Tyler, Texas, um, are involved in as um, um, pastoral ministry within the hospital, so they're chaplains. A few of them are nurses and then the uh, sister josephine is a counselor at i hope i get this right sister josephine at st gregory's catholic school that sounds right she's like the school counselor okay so she counsels with students and And families
2: are assignments done the same way as the bishop does assignments for the priest there's constant movement or
1: um well, it's not exactly like the bishop because everyone the bishop moves around is usually a priest, you know. Well, right. So, so we, you know, if you have, we have to study just like you study and got a degree, you know. We, so it would be likely within the same um, field. Field, right. So it it, it all depends. Um, well, I was going to say something else? It can it. It can happen that way With some religious communities they're very they they move around a lot <laughs> much more uh, much more fr- frequently but um we discern with our superior our provincial superior um when when it might be time to do to move to another ministry mm-hmm. or another parish or another school so it's kind of based on the needs of the community and meaning the religious co- community and then the needs of the local
2: Catholic parish or or, yeah. or Mhm. Okay. So we got about ten minutes left. If you have more questions that you want to send in, now would be the time to do that. Um sister you had mentioned how things have kinda changed uh both with RCA here um and with things at the Comment House and you had mentioned earlier that One of the things that we can hope for is the resurrection of the body and different things like that. What are some other things that you're doing to stay positive and upbeat with everything that's going on? I mean, for as long as I've known you, I don't know if I've ever seen you not smiling, which is a blessing. And you bring so much joy into our parish. I mean, my kids... Run screaming down the hall when they see you. Oh, I haven't um, seen them in a long time. I know. Time. And it's it's Even hard. before,
1: and then the mask changes. I know, and I a mask seen time them changes. A long time. Yes,
2: it's been tough. <laughs> but I mean, that's but that's who you are. I mean, you you give off this aura and personality of joy constantly. What what you is? You
1: see me all the time. Well, <laughs> right.
2: But what I do? That that's kind of who you are and the personality that you have. So what? with everything that's been going on and as hard as it is for some people um and and times have gotten very dark in their own spiritual lives uh, what what is something that brings you joy what's something that gives you light in in all of that well sorry okay (laughs) i want to put you on the spot here solve the world's problems well
1: (laughs) i can say that i'm really glad that we have catholic radio two stations in Dallas that are free for the poor. <laughs> and there's all sorts of different, meaning, you know, anyone can listen to it on their car radio. You don't have to a, a subscribe or pay for it. You know, of course, they love you have to pay for it. Um, so, like, that helps me, that, that I can hear other people express their faith in, in so many different ways and so many different ministries. You know, we have so much that can help us. So that helps me. I love to learn new songs, new new um, <laughs> hymns in the book. I don't know if you ever take your church's hymn book. If your church uses books, then you say, I don't know half of the songs here. Like that actually makes me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> and my poor sisters have to tolerate me <laughs> teaching them, <laughs> teaching them new songs. <laughs> but after a while, we like like we like different songs. So. So that's kind of personal things that help me, of course. I love Magnificat magazine that really keeps me focused in the mass that, you know, I don't have the chance to wander wander my mind. Like it helps me really enter into the praying, you know, when I have actually what the priest says and like that, those are things that really helps me and the, the reflections that are there. So there's so many things available now than in, in the past that I, I really appreciate having that available.
2: So, Sister Josephine just joined. She just...
1: She just waved. She
2: must have heard you Hi, talking about goodness. her. <laughs> Andrew!
1: How did you know? I hope you teach at St. Gregory's. We
2: right? hope we got the right place. Where are you?
1: She yeah. can't talk back.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean it's there is so many things available to us now i mean we were sharing last week like my kids have watched every disney movie ever now <laughs> since all this started like at least twice it seems like i mean it's crazy we we subscribed to disney plus like when all this started and my kids have just really gotten into like the old disney movies and so they're watching all of the the out of the vault movies and 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 the, the ones that we grew up watching and so that's
1: I want to. I want to put Fun. forward this uh, t- a video series on YouTube called The Chosen. Mm. It's amazing. It's, the, it's the really best. good. <laughs> Thank you. The I have been telling yes.
2: everybody who will listen you know, about the really show. Good. It's really good, and it really, really makes the scripture really come it. alive. It really
1: alive it. And it's it's fascinating. Of course, you know we know that it's we didn't know that Peter's wife was named Edith. We, you know, right. Right. The we take don't some, know. It's yeah. But like it's it really says. Oh, look what he gave up. The like,
2: quality of it is yeah. so good. Yes. And
1: some of it was filmed in Dallas.
2: Yeah. Was it? Was it? Yes. So okay, Sister Jonathan Rumi, he's a, who he's plays a Catholic, who plays Jesus is a faithful Catholic. Yes. I have invited him to join us on one of these chats. Oh, wow. I don't know if he will. But maybe ah, maybe now that he him? he just heard me say that, he didn't just <laughs> hear me say that, but if somebody out there knows him, and you want to send him something, because I invited him, <laughs> and I know he's busy, and he's doing the daily really, Divine really Mercy Chaplet. I would love to have a chance to, I mean, it is I, so I, good. I,
1: I watched them like three times through, you know? Like, yeah, so we've been watching
2: him with the kids.
1: So I really appreciate that they made them free for everybody to watch, and, you know, of course, they're crowdfunding to support. Do the second season. Yeah, so yeah. it's really nice, I love that, and it makes the Bible stories like, oh, Yeah, it comes whoa, alive.
2: So okay then, I gotta ask because I love the show. What's been your favorite scene so far?
1: I'm gonna probably say, because I think this is true, the catch of fish happened in one of the Dallas lakes. The miraculous catch of fish. I think it did. Maybe it. Maybe I'm a little wrong, but that one. Have you
2: seen the background scene on that? they they they, they use what's called the giant green yes, burrito. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. and they were. <laughs> You've got to watch it. Yes, yeah. I
1: watched a lot of those other. Um,
2: the, the the circle stories. chats. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I have to say my favorite scene of the entire thing was the conversation on the rooftop with Nicodemus Oh.
1: It,
2: it, they're, they're <laughs> there at night and they have the conversation he does the you know God uh, the John 316 right you know for God so loved the world um, but just the the whole dynamic and conversation and then um, the scene where Nicodemus decides not to travel with them oh. and how much, like, the, oh, I got goosebumps, (laughs) the, it just breaks him, you know, it it destroys him, because I think he, you know, and obviously, they're taking some uh, dramatic liberties to kind of do some things that we don't necessarily find in scripture, you know, they're not trying to add or rewrite the gospel or anything, but the pain that's in Nicodemus's heart, because I think he realizes who Jesus is, but he can't give up mm-hmm. his life. And I, I think that's something that that all of us, at different points in our life, have almost uh, the the bargain with ourselves, right? Like we 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 sit there and we're like, I know that I have to follow Jesus, but I don't want to let go of this, or I know I have this going on, but I don't want to do this. And so we'll throw a solution at a problem that we think is a solution, like Nicodemus he he donates the money, right? But Jesus just says and it's almost like Jesus knows that he's right there around the corner and he's like, I'm that's from a friend of mine and, and I'm sorry. And you just see Nicodemus break down. Um I watch that episode huge. again but oh,
1: on the maybe it's the fourth time I'm through it, the most recent <laughs> one I've seen is the catch a fish.
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh man, it's so good. If you guys have if you this, haven't watch. watched it, you gotta watch The Chosen. Uh, Dallas Jenkins is the director, mm-hmm. um, but Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus, is is a devout Catholic who does the Divine Mercy Chaplet every day on Instagram. Um, he leads the prayer. Uh, Sister, you were mentioning earlier that the sisters do a rosary uh, either once a week or daily. Um, we,
1: we, during the month of May, we pray the rosary daily in common we are called to pray it every day. Okay.
2: But are they, are they doing it on, were they doing something on Facebook as oh. well?
1: Okay. I'm almost positive that our sisters and the affiliates at our house of discernment are doing a three o'clock, um, Facebook
2: lo- like a Facebook live. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Facebook rosary. Yeah. Well, I'm good. pretty sure that a healing rosary for families. And if I'm wrong, and it was only a special thing, and it's already over, there, I think they're still on there, on the, yeah. on Facebook somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We'll Sorry. go back and link it if we can find
2: it. That's awesome. Do we have anything? We have got about three minutes left. No, we're trying to find lots of thank yous, lots of people missing.
1: Okay. Annie and
0: Karen. And well, well next
1: Tuesday is the beginning of stage two. Is that right? <laughs> Yes, so our parish,
2: our parish is moving into phase two starting next Tuesday, so we will have daily masses uh, at 9 o'clock uh, in the morning uh, during during the Monday through Friday. And
1: confessions are open tonight. At yes, they have confessions going on right now. Well, they did
2: 9.30 to 11, I think. So. And then tonight at from
1: five to six thirty. Five to six thirty. Thank you, Chelsea. Yes, and adoration
2: is going on from ten to two Monday through Friday as well. Uh, this More. maybe not this Friday. I think they have a funeral. There'll be
1: no adoration tomorrow due to a funeral.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: Um, and then the office and church property will be closed on Monday. Yep.
2: For
1: what reason?
2: Uh, For memorial, memorial Day.
1: Memorial.
2: Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Didn't mean Yeah. I morning. also Thank forgot what Memorial Day was. <laughs> uh, I thought it was next week. So. Um, If you do have questions about the parish reopening, or if you have other questions or suggestions that uh, you would like to share with us here at All Saints, you can either do that in the comments section here or email any of us. We put Sister Mary Paul's email in there. So if you have complaints, go ahead and send those (laughs) to her. Um, (laughs) And I'm (laughs) I'm gonna look in these
1: big books here. That's right, all of
2: your answers will be right there. So we have uh, Canon Law, open that one up. We also have the Greek, Hebrew, and English interlinear Bible. <laughs> <Peter>. um, <laughs> we got everything. Or you can our, email us. Our Bible studies got pretty intense, <laughs> got <really> uh, <laughs> intense. <laughs> for a while. Or there. you can email us
1: at youthministry at allsaintsdallas.org.
2: Yes. So, uh, again, we'll put that when in the comments the young people as well. will We don't know we yet. We don't that. know yet. Yeah.
1: We're waiting to um, consult with our parish priest and the diocese. Yep. Oh, uh, I hope it's soon. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean... It, More people
1: r- can come by that time, maybe
2: you know. Yeah, for everything I think it's, you know, every everybody's hope is to get back, but but to get back as safely as possible.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, we we are looking at trying to put together some programs in the summer, um, possibly out on the field or whatever. But we've got to figure out what our diocese and mm-hmm. city council members decide on that mm-hmm. for us. That's the the hard part. Is it? We're all at, We're all following somebody else's. Um, direction at this time, and uh, we were talking about it yesterday. And I was like, I think we just, as long as we continue to follow what Jesus asks us to do, <laughs> we'll just be good there. Yeah.
0: So, and I like what you said, waiting. like, It's just mentioning the Ascension and Pentecost. You know, they had ten or so days where Jesus left, and they're like, okay, now he what? told us something was going to happen. <laughs> we're still but waiting. We're gonna, and what, what did they do? And they were waiting. And they went into their home. They went well, like guess, one yeah. of their homes, and they they prayed for ten days. And yeah. Jesus showed up and the Holy Spirit showed up like that's It's you know it's like that's a great retreat, retreat. There's a Sunday retreat. Yeah. 10, yeah. Like between now and Pentecost, you know. That's right. We're so. waiting on something to happen, but we know that's going to happen and um, Jesus is going to be back with us. Yeah.
1: Ken Alamo is watching from across the world. Ken hello. Alamo is oh, watching we miss Ken. Hello, from the Ken Philippines. Alamo, we miss oh, you. All. All. He says hello.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I saw him join in there a minute ago and we've we got people you, from Ken. all over Tell all over your the family world. Hello. Now. Yeah, this is great, because last week when we started the show, we said, welcome to the first international broadcast. Oh, well, and we committed. weren't lying. And, yeah, we so were thanks right. International. Thanks, Ken, us out there. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what time it is in the Philippines, but we appreciate your commitment. <laughs> I think it's like midnight. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought though. it was
1: like a nine... I don't know. Anyway, I thank you know. for joining us. <laughs> Whatever
0: time
2: it is. Well, it doesn't matter if you're across the street or across the world. We're happy you're here. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we Let's go ahead. we are at our time, so we should probably go ahead and close in prayer. Do you mm-hmm. want to lead us in prayer, Andrew? Sure, that'd be great. Let's open my coffee down. So, Drop it all right, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy
0: Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, our Father, we thank you for this chance for us to be together. Uh, we thank you for all of those who were able to join us virtually. Um, we thank you for all the blessings that you give us, those that we know about and those that we don't. We ask that you continue to bless us, help us to know your will and to follow it always, and help us to stay strong in our faith, uh, knowing and believing that you're with us. And we pray together the prayer that you yourself taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy Thy kingdom come, thy thy will be done, on On earth as it is in
1: heaven. heaven. Give Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our our trespasses, trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And, and lead us, us not into temptation, temptation, but deliver us from you.
0: evil. Amen. Amen. In the, name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: Amen. All saints, pray for us. Pray for us. Bye. 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 Thank you guys. Bye, we'll, back we'll see week. you next week.